Welcome to the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Here is where we let the important things be important. And we keep our priorities straight. True. This is a lifestyle podcast where we'll discuss the lows and grows of life as a young, newlywed couple just out here trying to serve God, love each other and our people, do our best to survive in America, and ultimately get to this bread. Get to this bread, man. What's up, my people? It's your boy, Rep4, a.k.a. Ray Ray, a.k.a. Big Smooth, a.k.a. Mr. Pryor with the Fuego. Oh, with the Fuego? You switching it up to Senor Pryor con el Fuego. Senor Pryor. <laughs> con mi esposa. Okay, bilingue. My name is Jada, also known as Jada. Jada. And we are here, y'all. We are here uh, back with another episode. Today, we're going to talk about uh, a topic that's definitely hit Jada and I a lot. We're going to talk about seasonal friendships. Talk about friendship chapters that open and close. Seasons that come and go. You know, waves that, you know, kind of flow back and forth. Uh, and the and the whys and the hows behind those things happens, and how how you should be thinking about them as you're as you're going through those experiences. Absolutely. So first, we're gonna start by defining a seasonal friendship. Because what is a seasonal friendship? What does that even mean? Because I feel like seasonal is a very specific term in certain circles, but in other ones, it's like seasonal. Like y'all only friends during the winter, right? Like what's going on? <laughs> Well, my friend is real seasoned. They real spicy. Right, right. We've been friends for a long time. They right. real seasoned. It's a seasoned friendship. No. Uh, um, so how would you define seasonal friendship? Seasonal friendship is perhaps you ha- thought that you were going to be friends forever, and you're not, for whatever reason. Or maybe not like friends. It's not necessarily that you fall out or you have beef or anything like that. Uh, the, the connection that it's at its prime or its peak of the relationship isn't sustained. You know, So maybe y'all were really tight these few years and then y'all ain't really been as tight since not that you necessarily have an issue you could but not necessarily um and now you're kind of both living life more separate than you did before you know so so the relationship was really really strong for that season or that chapter of your life and then it kind of fell off for whatever reason and we'll get into some of those reasons that's how i define what about anything different no no i completely agree i think there's just like a series of types of friendships that can fall into the seasonal friendship category, like proximity friendships a lot mm-hmm. of times are seasonal because like once one or you like one or the other of you moves away, right. um, you know, maybe the friendship changes somehow. Or, right. Um, I know for us, we entered a different season by getting married. Like our right. needs changed, our needs relative to our friends changed. Mm. So, you know, there's some seasonal friendships there just because the, se- uh, the season changed. So right. it's a seasonal friendship. Right. Um, but I completely agree. It can be with friendships you thought were going to be lifelong. Um, or it can be with friendships you knew from the jump were only going to be seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's a level of transparency. Or y'all both kind of know. Right. Y'all, y'all kicking it. But is it that deep? Eh, maybe. Right. Like maybe, maybe not. Yeah. 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 So we'll be talking about how to navigate those. I'll start with a personal anecdote. I know um, I am a very much like if I ride for you, I ride for you type of person. So like okay. I don't really have like best friends. I just have friends because if I consider you a friend, then I'm really rocking with you. Like I'm a ride for you. I'll do whatever it is that you need me to do, um, you know, in terms of support or whatever just hanging, you know, but, um, I think seasonal friendships really hit me because I never assume that certain friendships will 
end mm. for, you know, any given reason. Right. So, um, I know, like, a lot of times it's not, like, beef. Like, it's not like we have beef. Most of the time it's an expired friendship. Expired. I like that word. Right. Yeah, but, that's, like, it's real accurate. Yeah, I saw an Instagram post saying, like, expired friendships are not beef. Right. It's just, like, y'all grew apart. And I think, for me, those are really the hardest ones. Because it's like, man, this is nobody's fault. But we just grew apart. Right. And it's like, I can't, you know, especially after leaving undergrad, entering the workforce, or if you are in grad school, it's like, I don't have time to, like, hit you up every day. Mm. And honestly, I don't really want to. It's just <laughs> like, you know, you get into this groove with people, and then when your season changes, it can be easy to say, like, did I do something wrong? Like, we talked about in the last episode, like, to think it's you, but, like, maybe y'all are just growing apart. Right. And that's hard sometimes. Yeah. That can really hurt, but it is what it is. Right. Yeah. I think... I think my experience is a little bit different. I definitely agree with you. being a friend of Jada. And no, no, we have a lot of friends who listen to this. They know that they hit the lotto with you. And they not only know they didn't, they, they hit the lotto. They also know that they like passed or they like made the team because Jada does not. I mean, she's friendly with everybody. You don't know when she's not cool with you. You know what I'm saying? So, so if you, if you friends with Jada, you already know what you're getting in that package deal. That's at least for me as her husband, I get to this day, probably forever, even though I'm trying to keep up, I get way more from her than I can get from her as a friend. Uh, but I think my experience is a little bit different. One is a dude. I think dudes relate differently in their friendship. Yeah, see, that's a whole other side of it. Yeah, I, I just think, I don't know, maybe, I think it's combined with me being a guy and then also me as a kid moving around every few years. So I didn't, I have friends from each place that I've lived that kind of lined up with chapters in my life. And I like, I just moved spaces so many times, even, even within the city, I would move to different parts of the city or I would move to different schools or different, different, whatever that I was constantly always opening and closing new chapters as a kid. And so seasonal friendships honestly don't sound that weird to me, you know what I'm saying? That's what you're used to. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, man, I used to kick it with this dude and, and, you know, in the shy, and now, yeah, I mean, we ain't really talked since whenever, but yeah, I follow him on on social media or whatever, and then I see him every once in a time, you know, and so it's it's cool to catch up occasionally, but we ain't ain't really kicking it like we used to. Uh, Even since we left school, you know, out of North Carolina, I got a lot of people in North Carolina that I don't really communicate with as much on a daily basis. as as we did when we were out there and i honestly don't see a big issue with that you know what i'm saying i feel a little bit like social media you know the ability to have quote-unquote friends and followers from anywhere on the globe has sent this illusion that human beings were wired to be connected to people that they are nowhere near right and obviously it's cool if you want to be you use it as a tool to do that but that's not that's not the like the community that God created us to need and want and, and 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 to thrive in. That's not necessarily what I think he meant is maybe back in the day, sending letters to your friends consistently to make sure. I mean, obviously, people do that and you can use it for that reason. But I'm not pressed that um, that my my relationship, especially as a guy, were more proximity or more seasonal because those seasons were dope and there was no fall off. There was no you know beef. There was no issues or anything like that. We just went different ways, you know, and I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more cool about it, I guess. Yeah, I think on that topic specifically, I think of, you know, 
the Bible telling us to love our neighbors. Mm-hmm. But then that really begs the question, like, who is your neighbor? Mm-hmm. And how social media has really transformed the way that we see our neighbor or define our neighbor. As well as, you know, things like letters and phones and FaceTime even. Because mm-hmm. you're able to really, like, develop those relationships, grow, grow those relationships even when you're not in the same place. Yeah. But another thing that you just said um, reminded me of how, like, something I was thinking of. You know, if I don't talk to one of my friends for like a week or so, when we do connect, there's no beef necessarily, but I will be like, oh, girl, I haven't talked to you in a week. Like, how have things been? Like, it'll be a point of conversation. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. I mean, I think dudes would say that too. Like, bro, it's been a minute. Like, I ain't, you know, what's been up with you? It's definitely not a, I mean, it's, it's the underlying tone of your comment. Why haven't we talked in a week? Is that really what you're trying to say? Not necessarily, but for some people, maybe. Not for me, but for some people, maybe. Okay, because for us, I mean, I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Some dudes might be different. I think most dudes, they're not thinking that. They're not like, bro, I've been waiting on your text message and your FaceTime <laughs> call for weeks. You know, unless we said we was going to talk and we didn't for whatever reason, then other than that, ain't no dude pressed over hearing from their friends. Yeah, I think that's so interesting because, like, how you define seasonal friendships versus how I see them. I see them as, like, the exception to the rule, whereas for you, it seems like they're more the rule. I think that's just more circumstance, though. I, I could reflect more deeper and be like, man, do I wish that was ideal? Like, is that what I ultimately want? I don't know. I, I mean, I think, I think I'm at a cool spot with my friendships. And I honestly enjoy not the closing of chapters, but the openings of new ones. I enjoy going to new places. I enjoy meeting new people and developing new networks. Um, so I, don't, I don't know if I got I I don't know if I have a deep enough issue with it to do something about it, you know. To I mean, obviously, it, it doesn't mean I don't talk to anybody from that phase of my life, but to be like, oh yeah, I really need us to be as close as we were in eighth grade. Yeah, no, that completely makes sense, and I think in some ways, one thing we don't often think about is the fact that even those lifelong, what will end up being those lifelong connections, go through seasons. So in some ways, even it, it's not like lifelong friendships are on one end of the spectrum and seasonal friendships are on the other end of the spectrum. It's like those lifelong connections go through seasons as well because I have friends that I've been friends with my entire life where we have periods of time where we don't talk at all and we go through a season of distance or we'll go through a season of being closer maybe because we're in the same place or we have a common, you know, goal with something, you know, or maybe we're planning an event or something. But we go through those ebbs and flows as well that would make you think, like, one person or the other could easily think, oh, maybe we're not, like, maybe we're growing apart. Mm. But then it could end up being totally different. So I think it's kind of hard, honestly, to ever put any relationship in one category or the other if one category of, or the other even exists. It seems like they're kind of parts of each other. Yeah. And I think unless you and your friend, which rarely ever happens, are growing as like individuals kind of in the same way at the same time, you probably shouldn't have the same connections with people your entire life because that means you're virtually the same person. And if you're not leveling up, if you're not growing, if you're not changing your lifestyle, if you're not, you know, trying to, to, to grow yourself in a way that, that might lead to some sort of difference in your dynamics with your friendships, um, then you kind of stagnant. You just kind of, you, you kind of doing the same old, same old. You like the dude that, you know, the old dudes that just be on the block in the middle of the day kicking it with the same dudes they've been kicking it with since high school. 
what are you doing? Like, that's not, that's not ideal. But if you can bring back new experiences, you know, or bring back new things into your friendship after maybe years that, that wasn't there before, um, like you said, I think the waves are good, you know, going in and out or, or not necessarily in and out, but, but changing the dynamics are good. Um, I think they're a lot more common than we may say, you know, like did your parents, your parents with your relationship with your parents most often is lifetime. Was it the same from birth to their passing or, you know, whatever? No, your, your relationship as a kid with your parents changed and you may have moved away from them and may have moved back or may have gone off somewhere and then come back or see them on the holidays. That doesn't mean that that relationship is, is going bad. You know what I'm saying? It just means it's changing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's And this makes me think of marriage and why marriage is so hard. Because you're saying, like, over time you should change. And that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think that's why it's so important to continue to, quote, date your spouse. Continue to, like, get to know your spouse. Mm. Um, because that changing is what contributes to people not knowing each other anymore. And I think it's so funny all the time when I hear... Uh, married couples, you know, been married for, you know, decades or whatever, say, like, you're not the person I married. It's like, well, yeah, you're I right. I I'm really not hope. the person I married. You married. It's been 25 years or 35 years or 45 years, you know, however long, 10 yeah. years even, five years even. So um, I feel like navigating these seasonal connections in that way, if we're defining it now, I feel like I want to define seasonal friendships or just ships in general, relationships, mm-hmm. um, as you going through different seasons while another person is also going through different seasons of their life. Right. And figuring out how y'all relate during that season. Yeah. So I think in some way, every connection is seasonal. And whether or not you're connected through that season or not, like... It depends, obviously. Right. But I think it's not necessarily like, oh, you're not a lifelong connection anymore. You're a seasonal connection. It's more so like yeah. we're in a different season now. Yeah. And that has to look different. Yeah. Based on my needs, based on your needs. Right. Yeah. I don't think I think I think you hit it hit it pretty well that uh, it's not a either or type thing. It's not a oh, our connections lost a little strength, so now it's cut off and now I've moved you into a different category. I think you're right. And and most people I don't think have this like TV show best friends since whatever grade that they do every single thing every single day for their entire life with most people who have best friends fall out occasionally and then come back and then fall out, come back again or, and you know, or maybe don't come back, you know, but, but people who have best friends get that, you know what I'm saying? Who have true best friends for a long time. And I don't think there is any other relationship really like marriage in that way where, you are still with this person, whether you fall out or don't like them that day or not. You know, like we've never practiced that yeah. before. You, maybe you could say as a kid, kind of, but obviously that's temporary. It's while you're a kid and there's a different power dynamic there. And ultimately, you're an adult now. You can go off and do whatever you want to do if there's really, really an issue. With your friends, obviously those can ebb and flow. Yeah. So we've re- never really done the whole, I got to be with this person forever right. like that's not something you do like we say through thick and thin but do we mean through thick and thin nah, bro, that, that, that's the big thick yeah yeah no yeah so i i mean i think i think just like you said you know it, it sometimes can be hard when the dynamics of the marriage change especially if you you know that person may have had certain expectations for you know what they thought you were going to be like 
10 years from now or what kind of husband they thought you were going to be 20 years from now or whatever. But, no, you still going to change. This is just the first time you've ever had to stay and not let off the gas and not disconnect and not just let things ebb and flow, you know, naturally. You got to set the tone. Right. You know? So, yeah, I think it's just new. Marriage is just a different thing, and it's unlike nearly every other relationship that we have, I think. Man, that's facts. And it, like, yeah, like I was just thinking, it really does contribute to the difficulty of marriage. Um, I think in our culture, I can't speak to other cultures, obviously, but this idea that you're all of a sudden supposed to just do something you've never done before and you don't relate to anyone else this way. With everyone else, it's like, if you don't serve me no more, I'm going to cut you off. Bye. And yeah. peace, deuces, yeah. have a nice life. It's an expired friendship, no beef. Or you got beef with me, I don't got beef with you, I'm out, like, type thing. And yeah. then all of a sudden, we, like, hold marriage in such high esteem. And this is a relationship that's not like any other relationship in your yeah. life. At least we don't treat it that way, like, mm-hmm. culturally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I appreciate you bringing up culture, because I do think it's specific to us. Because yeah. I, I imagine it would be different if you grew up in a country with a different culture where, um, you know, a lot more multi-generational households, a lot more passing down of things within the family, whether that be, obviously, we hope actual wealth, but really like trades and like ways of doing things, you know, so the grandparents live with the, you know, the parent generation and with the kids, and they all are still doing life together for their entire lives, essentially. Whereas we're here, we're a little bit more individualistic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Our, our, we have a, a family, but we kind of do things in separate silos and then come together on holiday. Yeah. Whereas they, some cultures spend it literally every day, you know, more like a tribe or, you yeah. know, something like that. You know, people spend every day and that may not feel, marriage may not feel as different than their other relationships because, yeah, bro, I've been with grandpa and I've lived with, you know, so-and-so since birth. And we plan to do that since, till, till we all pass away. Uh, whereas we kind of, like you said, we go in and out. We a little bit more free for all here, yeah. you know, but the, um, the best friend relationship though, reminds me of girlfriends, the show. Oh Lord. I have been watching girlfriends y'all. I just finished it. She's been watching it all. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Yeah. That. You didn't have to blast me like I'm that. I'm just saying it's, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of Tracy Ellis Ross. And, but but for real though, like every night before I go to bed, like I would definitely oh, I know. watch it. I know. <laughs> but, um. I was thinking about the relationship, if you've seen Girlfriends, between Tony and Joan. Okay, let me actually give some commentary, first of all. You know, Lynn, she's Lynn. You know, it's whatever. She's just Lynn. I'm going to go sit this one out and get a drink. I'll be back. Oh, my gosh. Um, Maya, you know, she made a, a pretty large error in Maya judgment. Maya was tripping, dog. Yeah, she was tripping, but... I'm sorry, I'm back now. I had to come back to that <laughs> one. No, Maya was tripping. But overall, like, Maya is solid, like, you know. Respect, Darnell. Respect, dog. Mad respect, bro. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Tony. Tony is bougie and selfish and self-centered and all of these things. But she doesn't irk me. Joan mm. irks me. I agree with that. Tony, we could just kind of know who she is. Yeah, so Tony we just let her just do like her that. thing over there. But Joan is... <sighs> Joan is... Oh my gosh, she's selfish. She's unable to be truly happy for her friends. She like holds the things that she does over like for her friends over them, over their heads. Like, bruh, like I just can't handle it. Like she's the only character who when I think of her, I genuinely like get upset. I agree. 
Like, I don't know why they, or how they wrote her character to where she genuinely gets on my last nerve. Not just my nerves, the last nerve. I bet Tracy read this, like, for real, y'all. I know. I gotta do all this. Right. It's an extra character, um, man. But the specific friendship that I'm thinking of is between Tony and Joan. And I think a lot of that made me feel like it was an unhealthy dynamic, especially because Tony took a lot more than um, she gave in that dynamic. But they really did exhibit that whole, like, through thick and thin type of dynamic for a long time. Yeah, of course they reached a breaking point. Like, spoiler alert, so don't listen to this part if you have watched. I mean, haven't watched the whole thing. A while ago. Oh, yeah. But I just watched it. No, yeah. um, Like, totally understandable for Tony not to be friends with Joan anymore after you miss her child's custody hearing. But anyways... Uh, yeah, that's foul. Early on, <laughs> when Joan felt like she didn't want to be friends with Tony anymore, that really did uh, make me think about how they related to one another. And Joan was growing into a different season of life. She was going to therapy. She was way more self-aware. She mm-hmm. was tired of giving so much to receive nothing in return to, to the point where she was depleted. Right. Um, so I think that just really goes to show, you know, if we can talk about character development and growth, how she was growing through the seasons of her life, through the seasons of the show. And Tony didn't fit that. Yeah. Now, Tony fought really hard for them to stay friends. And I think that is actually a very crucial aspect of it. Because a lot of times, I know in my experience, when I've had friends who were, like, seasonal, it ended up being seasonal, like, there was no fighting for it. Mm. And it's like, maybe if you had fought harder, maybe... Um, but if not, like, obviously both parties agree to some point, to some degree, that this is probably for the best. No, yeah. All of this seasonal stuff, seasons are not, they're not like, uh, weather seasons. They don't naturally happen. Seasons are, are by choice. Right. We let things open and close. It's not like we all... The it just happened that when the winter came, we just didn't communicate as much. No, 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 no. You didn't <laughs> respond to that text, or you didn't call the way that you normally did, or you didn't respond the way that you normally do. Like that, it's all by choice. Yes, you know. But if you're willing to fight for something, that changes the entire dynamics of the game. Then it's not seasonal. Then you control the seasons. Yes, you know. You open and close the chapters. Yeah, and I have those connections in my life where it's like every friendship. Or relationship will go through seasons. But I have my core people who I'm like, no, I will fight for this regardless. Yes, you gotta like know. my husband, my marriage is one of those. My parents, my sister, you know, I have a handful of friends who I would say, you know what? No, like I'm not letting it go down like this. You, right. mean, you mean too much to me. Yeah. But honestly, that's what it boils down to. How much do they matter? Yeah. How much do they matter to you? How much are you willing to put aside your pride for whatever issue it is that you're facing? How much are you able to center that other person and their needs over your own? They better be dope. Right. Is it give or take? Yeah. No, that's real. Give and take. Are they a priority straight up? Are they a priority? And if they're not, keep it a bug, dog. It's been cool. Are they one of those important things that you have to let be important? I think my line hit a little bit more. Yeah, it did a little bit. I was trying no, you got to let the important relationships be important. Yeah. For sure. No, that that's really what it is. And if it's not important, dog, uh, that's that's really the vice versa of what you're saying is, let the important things be important, and please brush off the people who are footnotes. Don't yeah. trip on that, man. Yeah. 
And you really got to decide, like, where am I going to invest my energy? Because some people will do nothing but drain your energy. Yeah. And that's it. They're only going to come to take, 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 take. And if y'all have established boundaries, that can be okay. But if you don't, then it could definitely end up harming you. Mm-hmm. Even if you do have boundaries, you'll change. That other person will change. And therefore, you'll want to rewrite those boundaries. And most often, when territorial boundaries get redrawn, somebody's upset. Yeah. Most often in life, it leads to war. You feel what I'm saying? So when you try to shift and say, hey, this was what was working for the past couple of years. But moving forward, man, I got some new stuff going on. We ain't going to be able to, to move how we normally do. Somebody might feel some type of way about that. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I think communication is a really big thing. A part of That's a part of this, too. Because sometimes people fall out or the seasons transition more quickly just because of a lack of communication. Right. Just because you didn't say, hey, all of this tension is just because I miss you. Or things changed and I wasn't ready, and but now I'm on board. Just because you don't have that conversation, things can go awry. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't plan on or know any dudes that talk like that. Okay. But maybe we say it in a different way. Yeah. Maybe we say it in a different way. We're like, yeah, bro, I've just been going through some stuff. and you know, I've just been doing it. But, man, yeah, man, we, we should get together, you know, kick it sometime or something like that. But. I agree with you. Perhaps that's what's going on deep down inside. <laughs> I don't, it must be real deep because I didn't even, I don't even think I consciously have all those feelings about it. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. So when you're navigating those seasonal friendships, when I'm navigating, we're navigating those seasonal friendships, I think it's just important to consider your priorities, consider where that person falls within your priorities and how you want to move forward and be confident in that. That's true. And that sounds so much easier said than done, of course. But it is what it is. Honestly, it is it is hard. But it's it's gonna get done regardless. Yeah. It's your the relationship dynamic is gonna shift anyway. You just need to make the decision whether you're gonna kinda let stuff happen and let stuff fall off or do something about it. So, per usual, it's simple, not easy. Simple, not easy. Simple, not easy. This is the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Here is where we let the important things be important. And we keep our priorities straight. Y'all have a great rest of the week. Peace.